Got a picture of your house And you're standing by the door It's black and white and faded And it's looking pretty warm Pretty warm See the fact without a word So wet in the back Memories and grave and man really coming back I don't need to be the king of the Greg, you don't need to be the king of the world As long as I'm the hero Of you, Chris, that's all I need Of his little girl, Chris <laughs> That's what you wanted to say I'm little girl, Chris <laughs> This is the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg I'm Chris I'm Greg Welcome back, guys, for another episode. Valentine's special edition. Yeah. All about love. All about the power ballad. The power ballad. I love the power ballad. Who doesn't love a great power ballad? I don't know, man. Me and you are so much into the power ballad, dude. Hey, but first, let's pay some bills. Pay some bills. Here we go, guys. And you know what? I'm going to break it down slow, just like I did last week on Instagram and TikTok. You can get a hold of us at bigtalkcg.podcast. On email, bigtalkcg at gmail.com. And on Twitter, bigtalkcg at bigtalkcg on Twitter. We're also on Facebook now. We got the Facebook page is flowing and going. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I saw that. So just look us up on Facebook, Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. You'll find us, like us, follow us. What did the kids say? Smash it, man. <laughs> Smash them. I just like to say click it. Yeah, there you go. Click it. Click, click it. But it. click it hard, man. Yeah. Make me feel that click all the way over here. There you go, man. That's it, man. North Hollywood where we're The Big Party Studios. Hey, man. The, is there what, anything you want to talk about? Yes, before we start off. Let's talk about it. Grab what you're doing. We're going to do a cheers. Oh, <laughs> This is what we're doing, folks, because this is the power ballad, man. I bought Chris... A couple of Jaeger shots and a beer, but we're going to start off with a Jaeger shot. Here we go, Chris. Click. We're going to open it up. We're going to be drinking it. Yes, it's nice and cold, I'm going to tell you this. Every time I drink these, first let's cheers. Cheers. Once again, click, click. Cheers, guys. Hmm. Every time I drink these, it reminds me of bumblebees. Right? Right. What is that? Uh, Jaegermeister and Baron Jaeger? And Baron Jaeger. It's a Greg special. Yeah. He only makes it for you if he loves you. He loves me. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. You know, I I, I really, uh, you know, really enjoyed that last episode we did about Operation Minecraft. It was really good going in depth on that. Oh, that was really cool. But we're really going to kind of turn the corner here because it's Valentine's Day next That's week. It, man. And we got an episode for all you lovers out there. <laughs> and... Lovers in training. There you That's go. what I'm calling single people now. Oh, okay. lovers in training. So for all you lovers and lovers in training out there, this is gonna be the power ballads that you need to put on your power ballad playlist. All right. Yes, uh, both of us. You know what? This is now. Some of the, now, when we first talk about this, Chris told me goes only do love songs, and I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I just want to bring you songs. So that's, some of these songs I are, have to stop you right there because that's not what I said. This is exactly what I said. And if I need to bring up the texts, I will screenshot these sons of bitches and post them. What I said was, um, my list is getting pretty long. How long is your list? <laughs> <laughs> 
this is what Greg said to me. Oh, it's about 80. <laughs> <laughs> and I got, and I said, maybe we should think about narrowing it down. Like maybe it should just be about love or song, you know, love songs, love songs or songs, you know, thinking about maybe just doing from a certain decade or only this, like we need to parse this down so we can come to a really, and then the funniest thing he replied to me was says, but I can get it down to 15. <laughs> Like he said that immediately after it's like he had eighty, I can get it down to fifteen, which he did. Yeah, and I I had trouble, but I got it there. My but my uh, list after I finished it, Chris is at right now at a hundred plus. So I stopped at a hundred because I was getting crazy. Uh, it could grow, but you are almost at a hundred, and so is your song list. Oh, you son I'm of cold a bitch, blooded, but I love you. Yeah, not good. You better start the first song, man. Cause you hey, messed me up. Well, with let's that. talk about the first song we heard was heaven by warrant a great great power ballad and we will say this when we compiled our list got down to our last 15 or 20 or so that was the only song that we both had yeah on our list which shows that we uh approached this in two totally different correct directions right? i took it as a literal let's just we're gonna do power ballads i picked what i thought were some of not all of but some of the best and biggest uh, power ballads, uh, the ones that I thought that were uh, people would know. I picked a couple that may have been a little bit under the radar, but you, st- if you listen to the radio, you might still hear them. Uh, so that was the approach I took. I said classic power ballads, fairly popular songs that I also love. I didn't pick any song I didn't like, but you approached this different than I did. So we're going to get a variety of of different kind of songs. So what was your approach? Yeah, on my approach was um, we finally get to do power ballads. Bam. So I said, well, what do I want to say about it? So what I did was I went deep into my thoughts and feelings, and I brought 15 of, of power ballads that mean something to me. So each one of these songs is a, either a past memory, is, a, is the songs that I still listen to today, or is something that means to me. So I, want, I had this shot, and I, and I took it as I'm going to put – Ballads on that I absolutely love and can still listen to them today. So some of them are older. Some of there's a few that I brought from the, uh, today's uh, genre of music. So mm-hmm. this is what I gave Chris, and um, here we go, man. Let's start off with the song. You know, and, I, do, and I and I gotta say this. <clears throat> I in hindsight, I wish I would appreciate it, approached it more from your point of view. But teaser when we do this again next year for all you love and love and training i'm gonna approach it more from that all right angle all right. and i'm gonna go deep deep in the cerebellum is that a real thing the cerebellum i'm gonna go to the tip of my brain theme, oh, okay there you go all the way to the tip there you go deep yeah bring so, out some memories uh, i i have i can do another 20 right Medula now oblongata. yeah so yeah so um let's go ahead and let's start it let's see um here we go Let's see. The, this is actually the first song on my list. Okay, sounds good. Whoop. Go with it. Skid Rose, I Remember You. Yeah, I, I love this song. And I, I'm going to tell you, Chris, this is the song, if, if you uh, want to say, this is what a power ballad should be. Power, emotion, love, a story. Power ballad. And, Chris, an excellent solo. Oh, yeah. This is my, if I'm rating power ballads of all time, like I think I said it on a show before, this is my number one. Yeah. This is not 
this is the best power ballad. I, I don't care what anybody says about any other band and originators or decades or the first ones or the last one. This is quintessential. And to me, it does have memories. This is going to be weird. This song reminds me of uh, like high school dances from like my okay. freshman and junior right. year when you'd be slow dancing, yeah. you know, and you thought you were all, you know, risque, being <laughs> about it, about it. <laughs> But yeah, put dude. your hands on her hips. Yeah. They, they, that, was, that was that was past the chaperone, like yeah. straight out when you had to dance <laughs> like this. There wasn't any more of that. It was yeah. like this. Uh, so I think what we're gonna do here, dude, let's do two songs a piece. We'll go two. We'll go two. We'll go two. We'll just go back and forth, back and Sounds forth. Sounds good, buddy. I love it, man. Forth, I love like it. that. Um, but like you said, yes, this song has one of the best guitar solos yeah. in. In any song from this hair, there's a Skid Row. I yeah, exactly, any, man. Any song of this genre. Yeah. Um, Skid Row did have a, a lot of other power ballads, but for me, this was it. First album, debut album. They came out with a rocker, the first single. I think this was the second. No, no, the third single. Yes, and by it was. this time, this was Skid Row was on their way to being a great live opening act. And it kicked ass and took names. And this song did not disappoint with your lighters in the air at yes. concerts and the way it felt. I mean, if you're driving in your car, it's just either you're with somebody saying, I remember the past, I remember you, or today, like, I just remember all the good times and how it started, man. But this song kicks ass, takes names, and is the definition of a power ballad to me. But listen to the solo. Just listen to the solo and have the feeling. Take right it in, dude. Yeah, take it in, man. Love it. Uh, great song, great band, great power ballad. What more do we need to say? Nothing else. Nothing else, there man. We go. Let's go to the next song. Got it. R.E.O. Speedwagon. Keep on loving you. Arena rock at its finest. It's kind of funny. This is a band that really just had its moment in time. Uh, uh, that late 70s, early 80s thing going on. But, man... I, and I had a hard decision. There were two songs by them I really wanted to to, mm-hmm. to, to um, put on this list, on but uh, "Keep on Loving You" is the one that my wife chose. So this was the introduction to REO for me. Yeah. So nineteen. I think for a lot of people, yeah. In nineteen eighty, when when this album came out, uh, "High Fidelity." Yep. Uh, high it, infidelity. How high infidelity? It was. Um, my introduction to REO, and I did go buy this album uh, when it came out. So at that time, I loved it. And there's another song on this album called uh, "Taking on the Run" that really took oh, yeah. me to. This, this um, was actually this is a really good album. They're 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 known for their power ballads and their softer side, but they are they can rock out. You know, they can they can get it going. Yeah, great uh, band. I, I love this song too, man. There's nothing wrong with this song. It's totally great. Uh, I love and, it. And this is what you know. For me, people go, what's a power ballad? What's a power ballad? You can tell with this song and also with the one previous Skid Row. It, to me, it's a song that starts out slow, often with a piano, often with some acoustic, soft electric guitar, maybe just some vocals, and it has a gradual escalation of power and emotion through the instruments and the vocals. It grows, climaxes with the pre... the, the, the. the pre-guitar chorus or the pre-bridge before the guitar solo and just goes off into that chorus at the end and it's just like the power just takes over everything that's to me is the power ballad sounds good baby doll i love it man um all right 
Let's next go song. to the All next right, song. Huh? Let's go to Greg's first choice right here. Yeah, there we go. All right, so um, uh, back in the day, this was, uh, I don't want to say my first introduction to Led Zeppelin, but I remember listening on the radio. I think it was KLOS here in Los Angeles that I heard it on the radio, and I was like, oh, my God. And then it just Led Zeppelin that I knew of them of being a great rock band, but this was um, the first introduction of it, and I loved it. Yeah, dude. You know, I, I heard this on the on the uh, on the radio, and uh, dude, I think the next day I went and bought the cassette. That's how much I just loved this song, man. Oh yeah, this um, th- this is um, what album is this also? Is it what album is this? Uh, in through the outdoor. In through the outdoor. Because I was kind of thinking back, like God, I wonder what the what the original power ballad is. And the, the first song that came to my mind was Stairway to Heaven. I started thinking like, oh man, because it has that surreal slow build up and stuff like that. I didn't even the song didn't even come to my mind, but it was a great choice. Yeah, from 1979, In Through the Outdoor. So I was 10 years old when this album was um, came out. Oh yeah. So you know, and then are from, you sure? Yes. And from the time I would want to say I want Chris really. I think it was eight years old. I can really remember back that that's when I got into Kiss. And I started getting into the rock, and then you know Led Zeppelin. This their name was it, but this is the latest album they released, and it was just something I had to have. This song was just so great, sounded so great for me. So my memory of this, I was 10 years old, heard it on the radio, needed to own it. So that's why it's on the list today. And you don't hear this much on the radio. No, not much. Not at all. It, it's, it's, it's not one of those. They songs got so that, many songs. They're playing all the other ones. Yeah. Uh, you ready to move on to the sure, next baby. to the next episode? Let's go. All right. Now, this is from Bon Jovi, seventeen hundred Fahrenheit. This is Silent Night. Bon Jovi does have a ton of ballads. When you made your list, how many? Your initial list of that is now a hundred. How many Bon Jovi songs did you have on it? Four. I think that I had some that I intentionally didn't cut to put on there, but I think that six came to mind. And I was like, okay, yeah, I, maybe we just need to do a Bon Jovi power ballad show. <laughs> <laughs> like all on its own. <laughs> yeah. They just, they might be the king of the power ballad, dude. They just. Don't Ooh, <laughs> I like that, man. got that sensitive side. Yeah. 1985, uh, 1700 Fahrenheit. And you never was, hear the song. You never hear the song. You never hear the song on the radio. But uh, like I said, sophomore album. Uh, the other uh, other songs from this album, uh, In and Out of Love, Price of Love, Only Lonely. Now those were great, mm-hmm. but for me, this one, Silent Night, really touched me. It really moved me, and and it was something that I wanted to put out there today and say, hey. This is a great, great song. Passion, emotion, talking about love. Love it, baby. Yeah, love and, it. And and with as far as their power ballads go and their ballads in general, this is the one that you really never hear. You hear, you know, always thank you for loving me. Um, uh, never say goodbye. You know those kind of songs you hear more often. And this one almost never. Yeah. But man, this is right up there with them for sure. Definitely. It's just one of those ones that flies under the radar. Cool. 
And it actually was a release, just in case you wanted to know. It was a single off of this album. Well, I know, but it isn't one of those known no, ones. No, it, it wasn't. Because it wasn't. Uh, after this, what Slipper and Wet came out, and those guys just blew up. and they blew up. Yeah. They were on MTV. Looking like Rock Gods. Ready to go? Ready, baby. Here we go, dude. We did not plan this at all. <laughs> wink, wink. But we're going to go into another Bon Jovi power ballad. I'm sure some people said, hey, what about I'll Be There For You? It's right here, baby. There you go. It's right here. It's up next off of the New Jersey album, their number one best album. And, man, I absolutely love this song. It came down to this and never say goodbye and always. <laughs> I keep listing them off. But this one for me just told more of a, and I enjoyed this song so much. One, because of the yell at the end. Yeah. But two, the storytelling that John writes, John and Richie, I think Desmond, might he might have been on here too. I'm not sure. But the song, the lyrics that John writes for these songs are just so amazing. And this just tells such a great story of... She's my suit. I heard your suitcase say goodbye. She's leaving, yeah. uh, but I'm always gonna be there for you. And it, a lot of people can go take that because they've been through this exact same thing where they've been left and they will always be there for that person and kind of a thing. It's I a thought great song. I thought the the bantering or what we call singing of John and Richie was what caught me on this too. I'm not gonna say Chris. I don't love this. I love this song. This was. Silent Night, if, if I didn't put Silent Night, this would have been on there. And like I said, I love John singing. And then you hear Richie in the background, like doing a couple of extra verses and little extra songs and words. Right mixture for a power ballad. Love it. Yeah. God, there's so much emotion. Now, the quick story real fast was when um, in uh, when this came out, um, my buddy, Dr. Mike, chiropractor Dr. Uh, Michael Mendoza, he was playing guitar and he would play these little beginning riff of like that for me and stuff like that when and you'd go wild right you just pull your lighter yeah. out in his bedroom yep love it did you throw your bra on his bed no 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 throwing oh. the bra I kept that on <laughs> and you know another thing obviously he's got Richie man great guitar solo in this song and man yeah, listen to that oh man just it's great listen to John the emotion in his voice yeah that's what I'm saying man. one Sounds of the good. great emotional he's got that emotional sound in his voice one of the great emotional right, singers here Richie right now yeah! These guys are great. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be yeah. the water when you get thirsty, yeah. baby. When you well, get drunk, I'll be the wine. I was going to be the beer if you get thirsty, oh, Chris, man. <laughs> All right, let's go. Ready? Let's go to the next song. Number Song number two. Uh, I guess actually number four for me. Um, I'll Never Let You Go by Steelheart. One of my favorite bands. I love this band. Uh, but man, this is like a classic music video. They right? got their silky shirts on, <laughs> unbuttoned down, you know, halfway to their belly button, chest hair just tickling out, dude. <laughs> looking all, hair all blown out, looking all sexy. Dude, the vocals. Yeah. Are amazing. Yeah, I'm not and gonna lie, this guy's a good the singer, man. Outstanding part of this band. This band is tight, though. If you go through and you actually listen to their uh, debut album, there's not a bad track on it. But this one is definitely one of the standouts as far as power ballads yeah. go. And it, it doesn't get much better than this. I'll tell you that right now. 
Good song, man. I love it too. I remember when this came out, it was all over MTV. Right? It was that early 90s. And I can't remember what exactly year this came out, but maybe like a 91 or a 92 or, or something like that. Um, yeah, 90, 90, 91. Um, yeah, I remember this was all over the place, dude. Awesome, man. And I'll say something fun fact in case people didn't know, which I think most people do. Uh, the vocalist is the same vocalist. Uh, and I hate saying his name because I always butcher it. <laughs> Miljanko Matavich. Matajevich. There it is, Matajevich. He was the singer for Steel Dragon. Right. In Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. He's also one of my guys. Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves, Mark Wahlberg. Those are my three guys. I've said it. I'll say it again, dude. And now Steelheart's my guys as well. <laughs> but, man, this is a power ballad. You get that slow start. You get that soft guitar, the soft vocals. Yeah. The emotion, the strong emotion comes. I'll never let you go, Angel yeah. Eyes. Love it. Can't get enough of this stuff. I can't get enough of power ballads, dude. I, I can't, man. Let's go to the next one. Let's go. All right. Going on my go. list now. We're yep. talking about it. This is um, Ballad from Poison on the first album, man. Yep. I won't forget you. Love it. The uh, um, first album. This, when this album came out, it was so amazing, so much fun, so um, glam rockish. Um, and I love this this uh, power ballad. It's not their best. They don't play it anymore. But for me, I love it. It brings a it, it, it so good. So imagine uh, same thing. Storytelling. Sounds awesome, dude. I just love it. Yeah, and, and I like CC Solo on it too, man. So yeah, it's a, it's a, I, I'm with him on that. This is a a, a great underrated uh, power ballad. It came, you know, right at that right at the end of this uh, rotation uh, cycle on this album. This yeah, was the last song they released. But man, this I was in sixth grade when this album was out, and I could not get enough of Poison. I could not get enough. I didn't have money to buy the record or buy a... I had to give someone a blank tape to make... I think I said this before. To yeah. make a, a, a dub. dub copy and they put side... They marked side one as side two and yeah. side two as side one. So I always had it in reverse order. But man, this is great. This is an excellent song, Ooh. man. This is, this is... You put this in, man. You get to light some candles. Yeah. And, and not to say Poison doesn't have many other ballads in their next few albums. Yeah. But like I said, this song, this memory was was just very touching to me and uh, is very there a, emotional. Is there a specific memory that this reminds you of? Or? Um, no. Uh, same thing. I, I, I was a 10th grader. Um, like a moment in time kind of thing? Like this song reminds you of castle. who your friends were girls at that time and just where you were at in that period yeah, of life exactly. and just flashes. As soon as you hear that that opening guitar riff, it takes you straight back freaking, I don't want to say how many years, but a lot of them to, to but back uh, to those it, days. Yeah, also to when the first time I heard Poison and this whole album as a debut album was that good. Loved it. Can't say enough about it, man. But we're here right now. Oh, baby. Yeah, CC, yeah, rip it up. That's great right there. Cool. Let's go to uh, the next song. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking about some good stuff, man. Same thing. This is Def Leppard bringing on the heartbreak. Mm -hmm. um, and to be honest, Chris, I didn't find this album until after Pyromania. So 
Pyromania came out, and that was my introduction to Def Leppard. I love that album so much, and then I, I was I heard that oh, this is their third album, so I had to go back and and find High and Dry, and High and Dry was just ripping. This song was on it, and then On Through the Night, which was their first album, but. This power ballad, same thing. A moment in time for me. So beautiful, so wild. Love it. Oh yeah, this is. Once again, dude, you're bringing some of the best ones to the table here. Underrated. Never, never put at the top of anybody's list of their songs, but one of the best songs that they ever did. Yeah. It's it's definitely a power ballad. It's got that slow build. And it's got the great, you know, emotional. It's the, the, the guitars are amazing. You got some twin guitar action in there uh, with Steve Clark and Phil Collin. Great, great. Was was uh, no, was no he was Pete Willis. Yes, Pete Willis was still here. Uh, but man, great, yeah. great harmonies like Def Leppard always does. You know, after they got super popular, they kind of redid this song, but in like a in a, in a remix, but with more keyboards on it. And I, I didn't really like that version of it because I wanted, you know, I wanted to hear the more guitar, oh, yeah. less keyboardish stuff on it. Oh yeah. But and not to say that Def Leppard doesn't have, you know, we could do another episode with Def Leppard power ballads. Oh yeah. For you know, sure. I mean, they got them all over the place. A good fifty or sixty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, they do have a bunch, a bunch of power ballads, uh, but this to me is the uh, my favorite. Love it. Love Joe's voice on here. The guitar work, so beautiful, so uh, romantic. And like it says, it's about bringing on the heartbreak. So you know heartbreaker song. Oh, yeah. Love it. Bringing on the heartbreak. He's just knows it's coming. Yeah, dude. Let's go. Oh, I had a hard time um, with Great White picking which one I, but I knew I had to put on there because they do these power ballads as good as anybody else from anybody. this era. Anybody. And this one really gets me because it just, the emotion yeah, in Jack, Jack Russell's Jack voice Russell. is just beyond compare with almost anybody from, from this era. Oh, anybody yeah. that's, that's a vocalist in a rock band, man. This, this is just great stuff. This is another song that this, when this album came out, was very popular. They'd had so many other power ballads that this song got pushed to the back. Yep. But this, to me, also is one of my favorite songs from yes. them. So, yes, it's on my list. Was it as pushed forward as I wanted? No, because I had a bunch of other songs. But I do love Great White. I do love their power ballad. I do love their bluesiness. Love this song. Love it. Yeah. It. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about it, dude. It's it's you know one of those ones you really gotta listen and it's I'm gonna save all your love. Save all your love for me. Yeah. That's great. Chris, save all your love for me. I do. All of it. <laughs> for me all day. <laughs> Woo! Listen to that. Yeah, Chris. And I'm alone at night, you're all I see. It's great stuff. Great, great stuff from a great, great band. A great, the great, great white. Definitely, I see a future episode with them. Oh, yeah. At some point. Nice. But for now, we're going to move on okay. to the next one. 
You know, me and Chris can't say enough about this band. <laughs> and and band. I'm sure uh, you probably had a hard time picking a song from this mm-hmm, band. Mm-hmm. I did too. Um, I thought Chris was going to put another song on there because we've talked about it before where we said we both beloved it and it's just very emotional for us. But when he put this one on, I was like, okay, I understand why you put this one. Yeah, the different approach to the to our list is yeah. really what it was. Uh, but love it. Love, love, this is called Love Song, and it was their big hit. Tesla um, is the band, just in case we didn't say it. Yeah, um, and it's just so good, so magical. Same thing, debut album. Uh, just added icing to the cake on all their singles. And, you know, on tour, lighters, girls singing, people going crazy. Love it. Sing along, too. Every time we see it, if they don't play this, everybody's pissed off. But it's so oh, good. they play this, and I love when they play this song live. Uh, uh, Hannon comes out; he's got the like twelve string yeah. guitar, plays an extended acoustic solo that's like two minutes, two and a half minutes long. Goes into this. <sighs> you, you, I don't even I, like a lot of these songs. I don't know what to say because they're just so great, and I just want to say this is a great song and. But yeah, Love Song is one of the all-time great power ballads of all time. And I love how I love songs like this where it goes through the whole song and it doesn't get to like the chorus, the sing-along part, the bombastic ultra power until the very end. Love will find a way. You know, it goes through the yeah. whole song and that's the last things they start uh, talking about. So love will find a way, man. It, yeah, I, definitely. It's great. I love it. I love it. Uh, I can't get enough of this song. Any list with great power ballads gets made. This song must be on it. Or else. Right? Or else. Or else. Hey, um, um, what would, what would be the song that I was thinking of before this? Oh, the song that you thought I was going to put on there? Yes. Is, um, uh, it's not what you got, it's what you give. Not call it what you want? No. Okay. What what you got? It's not what you got. It's what you give. Yeah, what you give. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. That was the song that I originally thought you were gonna pick first because we've talked about it. How we felt, man. That's a great song, and I love it. So I thought you would put that one, but it's it's, it's good. It'll it'll be out next year. But teaser. This is stay tuned. <laughs> Spoiler. Fifty two episodes later. Yeah. Here right. we go. This is it, man. Um, yes, great band. Love it. I mean, we both said enough about it. Oh it's yeah. So good. I love it. And great, great, tasty guitar solo as well. Oh, dude. man. we uh, Tesla and solos, enough said, dude. Go together like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. Not uh, peanut butter and tuna fish? Nope. <laughs> oh, this is from my list, guys. This is from Warrant. I got some tidbits for you on this one. Uh, this is called I Saw Red. Uh, very beautiful song, very heartbreaking song. Where um, almost auto. Janie uh, said he wrote this and it, it pretty much happened to him. Where this is a song about coming home and seeing your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever you want to look at it, um, in love with someone else. And he caught that. Came in over in bed. Well, let's say in, in bed. bed with someone else. And he knew that they had more of a magic between them than he had with that girl or other person. Um, very beautiful. Now, I don't know if you knew this, Chris, but this is one of their earlier, earlier, earlier songs 
I think I did know something and about that. And heaven came later, but either everybody went. And, and when I saw him live, I saw him once at the country club uh, way back in the day. Uh, heaven was the big song. But later on, I found out that this song was in their catalog. They just didn't perfect it yet for the stage and stuff. Or it wasn't finished until after Jane went back to it and did it. So he had this in his arsenal before Heaven, but later on. I'm wondering if maybe, because when you're a small, when you're a band like that, playing at the club scene, the, the stage and the whole performance area in itself is so small. Maybe they just couldn't get a keyboard or a piano player or one of them to play piano and do the rest of it. Maybe it was just like the logistics of the situation also had to contribute to it. Like, well, if we try to perform this, how are we going to perform it? Okay, let's not even try that yet. But when we hit it big, which we know we're going to do, then we'll bust it out. I don't know. Let's throw that out there. I, I thought it was they had it in their arsenal, but they needed a producer to tweak it and add a little more magic mm-hmm. until they got it right and maybe uh, heaven was more something that they can do right away and have it ready and then they brought this back in there you know oh, we have another album we're ready we got a few songs that we want i think i saw there. i think if you go on youtube you could find a live performance of warren at gazari's where they it's i think it was their last live performance before they go tour no they go record the new album or they go on tour or something so it's straight out of hollywood and you can find it on youtube now did you say gazars he's a he's a foxy guy thank <laughs> you chris i love it when you do that you crack me up man it's great hey, the uh, great so now, now before you go on i, I want to bring up something where today i brought chris delirium red this this is valentine's day this is uh, a Belgian ale with cherry and elderberry. Cherry. Right? So let's uh, little do a quick toast. We're going to open the next bottle. There's a quick cheers. All right. We're going to taste this. That's good stuff right Tasty. there. Tasty. It has a little whiny. Like, it tastes like more of like a wine. It's wines like my kids. Yeah. <laughs> but good. Uh, and this was one of my uh, wife's favorite um Beers, she loved delirium, and red was only special because it only comes out fallish, winter time. But since it was red, since it was different, I wanted to bring it to Chris. I see red. I see red, baby. Ooh, it must be magic. Stole my line. Oh, I didn't know you were gonna say that. Stole my line. How long have you been waiting to say that? <laughs> All right. So since we talked about, now I feel bad. Hollywood and Sunset Strip. This is another band, uh, Pretty Boy Floyd. Um, I was able to check him out with this album at the Roxy. Um, and this album, from head to toe, I thought was pretty good. Loved it. They were glam. This is after Poison came out, so they were trying to outdo maybe Poison in mm-hmm. a sense. And they had a little more makeup than them. But this album, rocking, fist in the air, very youth-driven uh, album. But this ballad, very, very beautiful, very emotional, and I loved it. And I, I, I've always loved this. I think I always brought it up to Chris, too. But this album was, uh, this song really, really means something to me. It's, it's just, it's very simple, very teenage, new romantic oh, love. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to be with you. You know, there's a there's going to be a song on the line. Is you know, you can look around for other guys, but, you know, the right guy standing here for you. And 
that's it, man. Pretty Boy Floyd, uh, Steve Stevens, he's still run, he's still going it for today. They still, they're still making music and they're still touring. Um, very good, very song, very romantic. Yeah, know. it's very like high school, yeah, oriented kind of a song. Kind of is to me is kind of the the center of this song is is that kind of an age. Group this is what I'm talking about. That's the line. Because I found. I want to be with you. <laughs> Great song. You stole right. my line, man. <laughs> yeah, this is good stuff right here. Yeah, dude. Well, I would say most people probably haven't heard of these guys. Uh, we actually brought this up before we did this episode. We were kind of thinking about what kind of what we we're gonna do. I said, yeah, we can talk about bands like Pretty Boy Flow. We can do all that kind of stuff. And I'm glad Greg brought it to the table because I did not. Let's go. What? Power Ballad Show would be complete without... Didn't we just talk about this a few episodes ago? The... Uh, shh. <laughs> the Almighty Journey. And... Hold on. I'm not done. And their best power ballad, Faithfully. I love... Oh, I'm not going to lie to you. This song, written about them being out on the road, being yeah. out on tour... I'm forever yours. Just the the the, the, the lyrics, um, the wording of the lyrics, the, the describing video. of the lyrics, the video. You know what? The, I just did. It, it almost like think about this for a second. I don't know why I just thought of this. It, it's almost like every rose has its thorn video is almost patterned right after this. It's like a tour video. Remember they're yes. always on tour and they're yes. backstage and all that shit and being silly sometimes yeah. and being exhausted sometimes. Kind of patterned up the same. So some of you guys have seen that. Basically, this is ten, uh, about nine years earlier. This when this came out, but man, this is this is the power ballad of power ballads. Uh, man, I, I know we said Skid Row, but how can you escape the voice of Steve? No. Perry? It's totally different. It's totally different. Yes, style. But man, forget about it. Okay, Skid Row and Journey, uh, two different styles. Yep. Both have beautiful power ballads. Journey's more of a romantic with the keyboards yep. and the synthesizers, and that formula works very well. Yep. I was thinking more of the Skid Row. It worked for the power ballad in that time, that frame of time. Yes. Both of them very beautiful, yes. very romantic, very you know the solos in both of them are oh, excellent. Oh yeah, dude! But, you know, excellent guitar players in both bands. Uh, for these bands, genres, whatever yeah. you want to call them, Skid Row, Hair Band, let's just call them that. Yeah. You put them in a box, because that's what we like to do. You put you in, put you in a box. <laughs> and then you got Journey, who is like that arena rock, classic rock, classic feel. rock, ho- uh, yeah, uh, soft rock with an edge. Yes, maybe something like that. Oh, the the mellow metal, right? Yeah, mellow, okay, metal. mellow metal. The the this is. The be- they're the best at doing that. Exactly. Skid Row's one of the best at doing what they do, if not the best underrated there. It doesn't get better than, than Faithfully no. in my book. No. Quintessential Love power it. ballad. And if you haven't heard this, you've been living under a rock. Yeah. Speaking of living under rocks, it's kind of funny. I was walking around the last couple days saying, man, I can't. Valentine's Day's coming up. Guys, anybody that would listen to me, we're going to be doing a power ballad episode. Man, I can't wait. Valentine's Day is going to be awesome. You guys... Make sure you check out Operation Mind Crime. It's coming out. It was either you know today or tomorrow or yesterday, whatever. I was talking to someone about it. 
some of these young kids said, you know what they asked me? Uh, what's a power ballad? Oh, damn. I had to describe it to him. But finally, it came around as, have you heard Home Sweet Home by Motley Crue? And they would be like, yeah, I think so. I go, and I would start to play it. And they go, oh, yeah. And I go, that's a power ballad. Okay. So this is a song that a lot of people know. That's a power ballad. It's a really good power ballad. Man, these kids don't know what power ballads are. Said it's a ballad. With, that uh, is not. Forget about it, dude. Yeah, that's like, not good. Like, that's not good, man. When I say kids, I'm talking about in their Correct. 20s. I'm like, Correct. do you guys even make love? What's going <laughs> on? How do you make love? No, man, we smash. Yeah, <laughs> we smash, man, we smash. That's what we do. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Yeah. Stupid kids. <laughs> All right. You know who now. I'm talking to out there. You know who you are. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For the big and the Motley crew. Here we are, baby doll. Home. Sweet home. God, what a... Can't, another song about, you know, being on the road and wanting to get back to home sweet home to wherever or whoever, the one you love, the place you love. That's what this song's about, man. And now, it's just great. Now, Motley Crue does have a ton, a, a good amount of power ballads. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, Chris. This is the one I would have picked too, even though there is a song called Glitter off of uh, uh, Generation Swine that I love and very emotional to me. And Without You from Dr. Feelgood. I love those. This is up there, but this is the one I would have chose. And every time we see them, I love it. I'm screaming, top of my lungs. Oh, yeah. You know? I love this song. So I, I, I have, I'm with you on this is the song that I would pick today. So, Home Sweet Home. And this song, is, this song, everybody knows, it's been featured in movies. It's been featured in commercials. Yeah. It's been featured in TV shows. In concerts. I mean, good lord, this this is one of this is a situation where possibly maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm not right, where a song has become bigger than the band itself. Like Home Sweet Home is huge. Yeah. It's like their biggest yes. thing going on. And it's just one of those things where Home Sweet Home just has a life of its own separate and apart from Motley Crue. But man, what a great song, what a great sing along. If you guys ever get a chance to see them in concert, I know that they're really at the end of their touring days and the end of, of, of their careers, but I'm telling you guys, if you get a chance to go see them, I know John Five is playing with them now because Mick Mars retired, unfortunately. But he retired from, from performing, touring. from touring, yeah. from touring. But man, if you guys can get a chance to go see these guys live when they play this song, it's gonna rock your socks off, dude. It's now, amazing. Now I'll, I'll give you a little tidbit for me and Chris. Um, when they announced the last tour and this and this. Um, Every time me and Chris were together and, and they played this song, the last song, we were always bawling. Oh, yeah. Me and him, me and Chris were all bawling because we were like, hey, that's not we're going to see. Molly Crew. I'm going to tell you guys this. Hey, hey. Rock, rock and roll is life, right? For, for us, right. rock and roll is life. Music yes. is life. And when you have songs that you have such emotion attached to, when you're in a live setting, seeing a band that has put every piece of their fiber and their soul and exhausted themselves recording and performing and perfecting and bringing it to you live and getting to see that and feel and watch that emotion on stage. It just flows through you, dude, and you, have, you can't contain it. The tears are like your emotions coming out, and it's not tears of sadness. It's tears of happiness and tears yes. of 
you're enjoying yourself more than you've yes. ever enjoyed yourself in this moment. Thank you. That's exactly how I felt. And it was fun because um, the last time I did see Motley Crue, was, I was with my wife and I'm crying. And she goes, oh my God, I can't believe you're crying. And I'm like, I love this song so much. And I need, and I wish Chris was here with me. Yes. But I love it. I love it. <sighs> I do know that Tommy Lee's only regret was they didn't record it with a piano. They did it with an electric keyboard. But you can catch it on the, I think it's Decade of, is it Decade of Decadence when yeah. they redid it? The 91 version, I think. He does it with a piano. Let's go to the next song. Right. Oh. Thank you for playing this next. This is Kiss from Creatures of the Night. And honestly, their first good album. <clears throat> Chris, there's a lot of ballads from Kiss. Oh, I know, I know. A lot of ballads I could have put. Beth would have been if the other put, one. If you would have put Beth, I, I, I would have been close to like. Close to not even being here today. <laughs> Beth would have been one of the songs I loved too. I, I loved it that I time. hate that song. Yeah, I love it, man. You know, it's on next year's rotation. That's a show, that's a show for another. Oh my God. Next dude. year's rotation. It's on, man. I don't want to take away from the songs. I really want you to talk about it. But with Beth, dude, it's about him not wanting to go home to his woman because he wants to stay and record a song with his bandmates. <laughs> Is that what you want to say? And he's a shitty singer. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Go ahead. Talk about this. Go ahead. Are you done? I'm done. Good. Soapbox on. Creatures of the Night. I, God, it's so good. Um, like I said, when I um, was looking at songs and, and stuff like that, this was one that I, I had to put on. The, this has so much love and emotion for me that I just, I still love you. And it, it, you can hear it. You can hear him scream. You can hear him. It, I could feel it in his vocals in this song, and it just means so much. Oh yeah, um, so much emotion. You know, this this album with Eric Carr on drums. Yeah, finally having a great good drummer, um, and Vinnie Vincent playing all the songs. I don't know if he played on this song. I would have to look. No, uh, Robin Ford played on this song. Okay. But Vinnie Vincent played on a majority is when he kind of joined the band. Dude, it's it's not really one of my favorites and not really one of my get downs, but I can see how it would be. I mean, a lot of times I'll you'll you'll have your opinion about stuff, but I'll hear the conversation that's opposite of mine. I'm not a big fan of this song, but I get why someone would love this song. Ah, dude. I totally get it. So I can separate myself of what I like in my opinion and what the song is autonomously, and it is a I'm not gonna say great, but it is a really, really good song. Really good song. Yeah. Just shy of great. Um, especially with Kiss, they do have some really great songs. But I can separate myself, but I can see how someone would bring this to the table I, as a power. I God. love this song, man. Yeah. I can't tell you how much I, I just Yeah. There was no other uh, um I mean Beth came close, but this song I had no, no, you were thirteen years old when this came out. Yeah, dude. God, you were all you were a man, dude. <laughs> you were a man. <laughs> I still have a high pitched voice. Hey, I love this song. You still do. <laughs> I love it, man. There's just so much good it's, stuff about it. Yeah. Kiss is one of those bands that really, really is more known for their rockers than their ballads. But if you go and you listen to their albums, which we tell you guys you should always do, you're going to get these songs, these gems in there, and you're really going to love them. Yeah, they're, they're, you know I like that. That's a this is a, one of those hidden gems. Oh on, yeah, dude, on these albums that really look. Just hear them screaming out here. Emotion. Right there. emotion, there's emotion in that. Something that's 
vastly missing from the music of today. Oh, yeah. Vastly missing from the music of today is the emotion in the music. Um, but, man, I, I dare to say discover or maybe rediscovered, but I think discovered this song when I was having a debate with a friend of mine about Kiss, and I had to go and just to make sure that my debate was sound, I had to go back and listen to this album. I'd listened to him a couple times, and uh, that's when I kind of heard the song. And, yeah, dude. It's, okay. Well, at least at least you heard of it. Yeah, oh, it yeah. I, knew, I, I know the song. When I saw it on your list, I was like, okay. Fucking Greg. <laughs> <laughs> See, even emotion in the guitar solo, dude. Yeah. It's so good. Love it. Let's go. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, All right. Go ahead. This is from David Lee Roth's second solo album, Skyscraper. It's called Damn Good. I loved it, and I thought it. It's so, you know, romantic, Chris, um, and a beautiful song about two people. And, you know, like, you know, remember the good times, the damn good times. Either it's positive or negative, how, like, oh, I remember the, I remember the good times we had. Um, and we can say it, damn good times. And I, yep. I think this song, Steve Vai does a fucking excellent excellent guitar playing on this one and David Lee Ross vocals are beautiful like I want to say I don't ever think Van Halen ever had a power ballad with Roth they did not but as a solo artist he came out with this and I think it's so beautiful I love it I've always loved it it's on my favorites I just can't get enough of this song very, like I said, I mean, a lot of the songs that <coughs> you know I, I bring to the table are so emotional for me that it just feels the same thing, man. I just, I can hear the song all the time, constantly. Very beautiful, very romantic, very slow but moving. It's so good, man. I, I love this, man. You this, get me all fired up. This song, when I hear this song by David Lee Roth off of the Skyscraper album, this song makes me just want to be out at the beach. Laying in a little lay down little sling chair, laying next to my wife, nobody else around, having a little cocktail and having a damn good time. It's like exactly. It's like relaxed love. That's the picture I wanted you to paint. And yeah. Thank you for painting it, Chris. It's just you know a lot of these a lot of these songs are a lot of stuff that we bring always has like a storytelling. And this is one of those that I definitely love, and I can feel it, and I can just, you know, sunset, beaches, pools, lakes, damn good times, Chris. I love this. Oh, yeah, dude. And with Steve I, forget about it, dude. I told you about the time I saw Steve I play live, and I was about 10 feet from him. You told me. Son of a bitch. I, got to, a, I think you sent me a picture. I like think I probably did. Three seconds I got to after meet you him, took dude. It. It, was, it was great. Um, that story's for another day. When we talk about maybe meeting some of our heroes or something like that. But oh, man, you know I got a lot of stories. Yeah, I know you do. I only got like two or three. Um, <laughs> you got two or three hundred. But yeah, everybody knows him from Van Halen, but... Knows who from Van Halen? Uh, David Lee Roth. Okay. But uh, he had some he had some pretty good uh, solo stuff as well. Some of it I didn't like. Some of it was a bit loungy. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of cover songs coming right when he came out of the box, but he had some all right stuff. Let's go. What? Oh my God. Yes. This is another a moment in time for me. Um, 
this song. It's called This Time. Uh, heartbroken, saying, you know, we're going to try one more time in our relationship, mm-hmm. and but this time is going to be different. This time will change. This time will be right. This time we'll do this. And honestly, Chris, um, in most of our... In, I've had a, probably about three good relationships in my life. I can relate this to each one of those times because there was a time where we had, I don't want to say that seven-year itch where you're kind of like, uh, what's going on here? Things aren't really working, but you work it out. This song applies to me. This song could have applied from my first girlfriend to my first wife to Vanessa, that kind of stuff. I love this song. Same thing, Dave uh, McKetty. So emotional, so good. It just feels good. And from beginning to end, it's just magical for me. And I love it. I love Greg. (laughs) Because I have never heard this song until Greg brought it to this playlist. And it is one of those great emotional songs that if you feel it, you hear it, and you know it's like, oh, wow, this song has meant a lot of things to a lot of people. You just feel it. It's great. It's a great song, uh, great vocals, great musicianships, guitar playing's amazing. You just inescapable, man. It's great. It's, it's great. It's, yeah. I can't say enough about this band. Um, this is on one of my favorite albums um, in Rock We Trust. Um, I really got into Y&T, um, but when this album came out, this was it, man. So whenever I think about Y&T, this is the song I want people to hear and feel and, and enjoy. There's nothing, man. There's and nothing. then Summertime Girls. <laughs> <laughs> and then Summertime Girls is next. Yeah, exactly, bro. Um, let's go. Ready to go to the next, next tune? Of course. Oh. I don't think this is supposed to be next. No, let's skip it. There we go. I got mixed up in the middle of our mix somehow. <laughs> I was like, what, are you, doing? what uh, are you doing to me, man? I don't know. I'm like, man, we're halfway through this thing. I'm hungry, it- dude. I need some meatloaf. You know, when you put it on your list, I can honestly say I never heard the song from beginning to end. You know, never in my entire life. So, so if it got on the radio, you said "f this." Yeah, Dude. I would change the station. Now I heard about this. Don't get me wrong, meatloaf. I would do anything for you, but I won't do that. I heard. I heard this. I saw the video. I would change it, dude. This doesn't. Now, what on your? This is the song on your list, Chris. That I took me for a loop, and like I said. You're, you're right. When I when I decided to make my list, I put so, I put thought and emotion into mine. Use I had a I had to put thought and emotion in. Was does this mean something to Chris? And that's how I looked at it. So talk about it because I know really nothing about this. It. This song takes me back to high school. Okay, takes me back when I hear it back to a moment in time. Uh, there was a period in time where this song was the absolute biggest song in the entire, entire world. 
Um, I was living under a rock. You, you, you could not escape it. Um, 1993, um, man, and it was all based on this song. And I love uh, 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 Steinman, I believe, the guy, the other guy that writes all the songs with him. Meet Love and Steinman. They're all, see, here's the part I love. Listen to this. See, you think it's about to go off into some power, and it doesn't. It's all, it's like it, when it's building, it keeps you wanting more, and then it, it, you know what I mean? It builds and then rebuilds. It's almost like it's shifting gears through the song, and it just, like, it builds anticipation. The song is continually building anticipation till he finally tells you he would do anything for love, but he won't do that. And he tells you in the end exactly what he won't do. But man, this album was number one in virtually every single country in the world, led by this song, including nine times platinum in the United States of America. Now, did you did you put it on here because it's a popular song? I put, or did you put it on because I put it on here? On I put it on here for many reasons. Okay, once the construction of the song and the way that Meatloaf sings his vocals, I've always been a fan of. Uh, the theater, going to shows. My parents took me to see shows and musicals. Uh, uh, family opera, I've seen three times. Okay. Um, I've seen, you know, more modern. I've seen Hamilton. I went and I've seen a couple of musicals here and there. Got the it. Pantages here. And this song and his singing and the songwriting just reminds me of that theater style of big, bombastic vocals that you just project. And you can feel like the emotion. Because Milo's an emotional singer, he sings with a lot of emotion. And I know a lot of people felt that. I think it deserved on the beat list for all those things, plus the popularity of the song and how many albums it helped sell. All those reasons. Here's something funny, though. Everybody's heard that's heard this song pretty much has only heard this version, which is five odd minutes. The original version, which is track one on the album, is 12 minutes long. And I did not know that until about three days ago. <laughs> and I was like... It says, you know, when I put it on the list, it said single version or radio edit. And I go, well, I got to listen to the original. Like, what's the difference? Yeah. As soon as I went and searched the album, I was like, oh, it's like seven minutes. That's the difference. Swear to God, dude. Swear to God. One of the most epic songs I've ever heard in my life. I had to listen to it twice in a row. I listened to it twice in a row. 24 minutes of my life. I loved it, dude. I couldn't get enough of it. And that, I just, I love it. Skip it. Really? That you hate it that much? I, it, it doesn't do anything for me. I'll tell you this. Skip it. Hold on. Go listen to the twelve-minute one because the music's different in it. Also, it's got a lot more guitar. I'm not gonna waste twelve stuff. fucking right. minutes of my life in here fucking okay. meatloaf saying I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. Thank you. Skip it. Now here you go. You're playing a good song. Thank you for the second good song in a row. Still Loving You by the Scorpions. You know they say that this actually put a spike in pregnancy rates when the song came yeah. out? Have you heard about that? I don't know if it's an yeah. old wives' tale. Or no, like I heard about legend. that, man. The song was yeah. so popular on rock radio. That, that's why a lot of like, kids are named Klaus. I guess. I or, guess. Or, uh, <laughs> Rudolph? Man, I, uh, the Scorpions, uh, Still Loving You. One of the... I mean, we say this about a lot of these songs, but man, this is really one of the ones. It's a, n- a nice, meaty, like six minutes long, slow, slow, slow build. Great. This is a build, man. Listen yeah. to this. This is a build. Love. Only love. Great guitar solo. Uh, 
Yeah, dude. I think there's two in here. Um, man, it's just this is a great song to to snuggle up with your loved one and and, and tell them that you're still loving them. There you go. No matter what happens, man, I love yeah. it. Scorpions, great. None of those bands that has multiple. They could rock it just as much as they could slow it down and hit you with yeah. the power ballad. And they have a lot of power ballads, and you can make an argument for four or five of them to legitimately yeah. be on this our, our first Valentine's Day special. Some of our favorite and best power ballads. I went with this one, yeah, because of the longevity of the song, the 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 the. the, the, the the old wives tale the urban legend of the song <laughs> plus it's one of my favorite bands that remember the first time i saw these guys tesla open for them, and it was also our first date <laughs> it's our first date we went Romance. Saw, yeah dude it was great oh, voice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. it wasn't our first date you brought somebody else to the date you son of oh, a it bitch it was my roommate you brought yeah. someone else of course i did i had to get there i brought my wife at the time so yeah how cool. was i gonna get there <laughs> You know me, I gotta have we someone go. drive. <laughs> Listen to that guitar that, tone, dude. Uh, this, it's is great. The, this is the first time me and Chris uh, saw a concert together, if you wanna say it that way. Oh, yeah. We didn't go together. Well, I mean, of course, we've gone together many, many times, but th- this is the first time we seen each other at a concert and, you know, met up, spoke high, said hi, rocked out, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. But man, you, this is one. Wish we could play the whole thing. We're not even halfway through it. Uh, one thing I will say is that by the time this episode gets posted, yeah, up for streaming on both Apple and Spotify, we will have Big Talk playlists. We're gonna title it Big Talk Power Ballads, and we'll have them on both streaming sites shared for public. You guys. Uh, search those up. You guys could find them and be able Spend to listen time, to these. Uh, I love it. So you guys can hear all of these songs and all of their glory. Love them. Hate them. Come back to us and let us know if we're idiots or if we're the best things since sliced bread. Yeah, because go to the skip next the song. meatloaf one. Ooh, classic song. This is the same thing, Chris. This is a lot. This is a song called uh, from Vandenberg. Um, God damn, it's so good. Burning heart, slow, beautiful, romantic, love it. Same thing, long time song, I love the song so much, constantly on my playlist, constantly on my favorites, but heartbroken, you know, but feels so good. So if we ever do a, hey, next year we're gonna do power ballads, but all broken hearts, this would probably still be on it, but this is very long like that, dude. Um, totally missed this one. Um, it's uh, it's a good song. Uh, I li- I mean, obviously, when you sent me the list, I listened to all the songs and stuff. Um, I like it. I just haven't never really heard it uh, as much as some of the other songs. But uh, it does. It's got some great vocals. It's got great guitar. Um, it's a power ballad, dude. And that's what the show's all about, man. And. Uh, uh, I think the more I've been listening to it, the more I've been hearing it, the more it's been growing on me. And this is Vandenberg, Adrian Vandenberg yeah. from White Snake fame. Yes. Uh, you can't go wrong there. So when so. he started out, he was guitar yeah. playing and singing. Yeah. And of course, his guitar work more stands out on it. So that's yep. why he wanted to concentrate on guitarists. But yes, he can sing. And you know, when he did this, I think they made a couple albums out, but this is just a great, beautiful. Romantic song, man. It's a very heartbroken song, man. So, if 
you're not feeling the love and you want to feel a little Debbie Downer, this is a song to play, man, because you're going to feel it. Yeah. You're going to feel it. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you. Yeah. Let's go with the next song. Um, Ooh. Try Again by Lucia Montz. She is a Portuguese singer. Um, I heard this because Nuno Benicourt is the other part of the duet. And obviously, I love Nuno Benicourt from Extreme and his solo album. I was looking up something, and I found this song. And from the first time I heard it, Chris, I loved it. It's a story of boy, girl, meeting, falling in love, and shit starts to fall apart. And at the end, they just know that if we try again, maybe we can get it right. And it's a good storytelling. The story, good storytelling. The story is good. I, I honestly, I really didn't care for it. But that's okay because we don't always have the same views. But um, it really didn't do it for me. Uh, but it does tell a really great story. I listened to it the first time. Uh, then when I listened to it again the second time, I read the lyrics along with it so I could just get a better understanding. And Greg is right. It does tell a great story of beginning, them kind of not seeing eye to eye, trying again. Then we, the next time they kind of fall apart, it's a little bit more of a, 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 um, a divide between them, but they try again. It's like them trying again, trying again, keep on trying to make this thing work. And in the end, it's like they want to try again. And the, it, the story is great just not a huge fan of it uh but you know we don't always have to see everything eye to eye but yeah i could see how someone would really like this song because it definitely tells a great story that's for sure this would be more of a modern song because it was came out in 1999 so it's, it's a few years old but still i i really felt it um i really felt i really connected with it and felt the love and emotion that it gave from me. I mean, like you said, sometimes, obviously, we know, Chris, uh, love doesn't always work. Yep. And, you know, sometimes people do do try again in their life. And I thought it was just beautiful because, one, I obviously, I love Nuno Benincourt. Oh, obviously. I love his singing. I love his guitar style. And from coming from a girl that this is a Portuguese singer, which I never knew, it, it really touched me, and it's part of my favorites, and I can constantly listen to it um i look at it and i can imagine a video that i can direct mm -hmm. and with a, a couple that will make it around so the I most the me. most amazing thing i heard you say is it it's a modern song from 1999 we're so old that we think 1999 well doesn't 99 feel right around the corner though i mean in a sense I, you know most of my stuff is 80s and shit like mm -hmm. that dude you know, 99 is right around the time 20 20 you know 21, 22 years old. I mean, yeah. I love it. All right, let's go to the next one. Cinderella. Uh, another, oh, we did a couple episodes, oh, we did one episode, sorry, about their first three albums. Cinderella, great band uh, from uh, the great state of Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, if I uh, remember correctly. This is really the one that took them from, yeah, being just a staple on rock radio to being worldwide stars. Uh, I love Tom Keeper's vocals. Some people hate him. I love him. He plays the piano so beautifully in this song. Exactly. It really builds. It's a song about loss. It's a song about wanting. It's a song about wishing you had 
what you lost because you don't realize how what you had until it's gone. You don't know what you got till it's gone. It's cheesy, it's cliche, but in this story, in this song, it holds so much weight and it's so true. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. Yeah. I and a beautiful video. Beautiful video too. From a long cold winter, this is definitely a, a definitely beautiful letter. Hey, um, so since we're in the mood for Valentine's Day, what I did is always when we, we have a theme, I like to bring Chris and our interns some treats, some tasty treats. So not with only bringing Chris beer, um, I brought him some Jägermeister because, you know, I love Jägermeister. I also brought him some traditional conversational hearts, which oh, is like the, the hard. I've been snacking uh, on these. <laughs> you know, like little candy hearts that have little sayings and shit you say? on them. You're mine. Yeah, yeah you're mine. I love you. Only you. XOXO. Rock and roll forever. <laughs> Hug me. Oh, look at this one. It says, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mine says, he's a foxy guy. <laughs> <laughs> I also brought some other treats. Uh, oh, I also brought some Reese's peanut butter hearts. So I brought some, and um, I let the interns have some. And uh, some snacks. So now the ladies of the house devoured almost all those yeah, right there. So I saw the bag was almost there. Was like two left. You get one. Thank I get you. One. Thank you. All right. So just little snacks. I mean, I knew we, it was Valentine's Day. I always like to bring treats and fun goodness. Greg is the treat master. Treat master. I highly advise you hanging out with them if you can. Oh. Treat master. Or buy him a beer. Or buy him a shot and a beer. Ooh, Jaeger, <laughs> and whatever beer. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. I did not, on my first initial version of my playlist, have it on here. I did not have it on here. Yeah, I, I'm gonna yell at you on this one, but I, I did not have it on here. Then, just tiddling around and talking to people, someone asked me about Purple Rain, and I said, "Yeah, I, that's yeah, that's a, yeah, that'd probably be a power ballad." Then I went back and I had to listen to it again, and I said. This is one of the, and Greg may or may not agree with me, this is one of the best power ballads by someone that's not known for making power ballads. No. This no. is, and some people, this is probably his, in my opinion, this is his greatest song off of his greatest album, the Purple Rain soundtrack. Changed music forever, changed pop music in particular forever. But I was surprised at how much I didn't think this was a power ballad, and then I went back and listened to it, I go, oh my God, dude, this is a amazing power ballad it, it, to me it brought it to a whole new level and I know I didn't include it in my initial list but last second I added it and I ran it right up to the top and said I gotta put Purple Rain on yeah. here dude I gotta I, put it on I'm not gonna disagree with you because I heard this song I'm not a huge Prince fan mm -hmm. I do appreciate his musicianship yeah. uh, this is a very beautiful song very emotional so saying it's a power ballad uh, sure I'm with you. I, I'm not going to disagree with anything that you just said about this song. Yeah. I didn't think of it on there because it maybe for me, I when I told you my list was a little more emotional for me. Yeah. It, but I'm not going to disagree with you on great song, slow musicianship, storytelling, excellent Prince song, fan, fucking, tastic, good, love it. Yeah. Good stuff, man. And heart talking about heartache. So, however you look at it, man, very beautiful. I love it. Very beautiful. I love it. I had to go back and listen to it a couple times. Sure. Sure, dude. I mean, it's not like I don't know this song. Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. heard it before. Yeah. 
I have, and it's just, it's cool. It's sometimes you go back and listen to something you haven't listened to, and you forget, or you almost surprise yourself, like, oh, shit, I forgot how great this yeah. was, dude. And yeah. That happened with the songs I haven't heard in a while, and I was like, oh, man, I got I got to put it up there, sure. because it hit me like that when I re-listened to it again. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Got it. Yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. I gave Chris another shot of Jägermeister, because... Me and Chris love Steel Panther. Oh, yeah, We're we going to do the final shot of Jägermeister. Here, cheers. I'll let you uh, listen to some lyrics. You know... Me and you have a long storied history with this band. We have a long storied history about going to see these guys many, 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 many times. And uh, so every time I listen to this band, I always think of you. It, 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 it gets me into like a, a mental place of like smiling and having great memories. You could have put on any song. This is definitely a ballad, definitely a power ballad. The only thing about Steel Panther that I think I've said this before that I wish I wish they would just do one I would take one song but I wish they would make one album of just stop with all the sexual stuff and just make a straight up just rock album like they do but none of the trying to be sexy like this kind of stuff because the song is great the melody is great it's funny I get it that's their shtick that's what they do yeah. I've seen them live we've seen them so many times I'm, I'm done with that what? We're, I'm done seeing them live. They're uh, playing I'm, at the end of the month, man. We're going. I'm over that. Um, I'll, I'll go. If you want, who's playing with them? Don't worry about who's playing with them. Uh, the Panthers playing. I wish they would just do some like serious rock. No, I agree. But I, I, agree I think they, they I think they could do well. I, I think that you're right. They can make some songs there. Um, these guys do have a few power ballads, but this one the most was. I don't want to say this is an emotional song, but to me, it's fun. It's it's stripper girl. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah, there's some lyrics that you laugh because that you know it just goes together. Uh, great solo, great musicianship. These guys totally rock. If you ever check them out, Steel Panther. Now, if you have kids under 18, please do not play any of their music. Yeah. With them, adults, young adults, even the teens are cool. But please watch out. They talk about sex. They talk about drugs. They talk about rock and roll, and they do it very explicit. There is a sticker on their albums. There should be two, but, you know, this is it. If you listen to these lyrics, fun, good, I love it. There's another, they had two or three ballads I was toying with, Chris, but this is the one I wanted to pray today Yeah. because obviously you know I love it. I, I, I At first I was surprised to see it, but then I wasn't surprised. At first I was like, really? And I was like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> It was like a thought all at the same time. It wasn't a period. It was like a comma in that whole thought process. But yeah, yeah. man, Steel Panther, uh, and they're still going at it. They're still going at it. So I think we saw them back when they were middle school. Yeah, they're... I just... Please, Michael Stuck, please do just one. Just do one. I'll take one song of just straight, serious lyric songs. Their guitar player, by the way, played in Halford. No, uh, Fight. Oh, oh, Fight. Sorry, Fight. Uh, Steve Hal... Uh, Steve. Rob Halford's uh, uh, solo, solo band. Part, yeah. All right, let's go to the next song. All right. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Going back to my... Um, I'll, I'll tell you right now. This is a band called Tough. 
I hate to kiss you goodbye. Same thing, Chris. Very emotional. Very good song. Uh, these guys are still around. I love it. Yeah. Um, I've seen them live from when they were very beginning back in the day. Country Club, the Whiskey, the Roxy, uh, around town. I met Stevie uh, Rochelle once at my work. He was walking out, and I was Stevie. And he kind of looked at me like, what? You know, here I am, you know, short hair, mustache type of dude. And I was like, tell him how much I love Tough. And, you know, his music meant a lot to me. Um, they came out with one major release, which is this. Um, great songs, a lot of power ballads on here. Like I said, this song means so much to me. Uh, there's a couple of lyrics on there that they put that mean something. There's one point where they said, you know, the things we shared were never meant to be. Sometimes in relationships, you share something magical with someone and it just didn't mm -hmm. meant to be. Yeah. Uh, but this is a very beautiful song, uh, very good. These guys, they, they were in, they were after Warrant, after Poison, they were in that mix. Uh, they never made it super big. Wait, hold on. Love it. Yeah. The, uh, they were in the mix. They were the next big band. Yes, they got a major release, but for some reason, it just didn't click, or it was a little too late. Yeah, they um, were part of like that, like that tough and Roxy Blue, right there at that '92-ish time, maybe yeah. when the, everything was kind of switching gears, and one side was going down and the other side was coming up. They were, they, and they, they, like I said, they're still around today. They're still plugging around. They have a lot of independent releases. Um, I can't say enough how great Tough was for me, mm -hmm. um, and I loved it. So um, when I had a chance, and like I said, this was an opportunity for me to play this on our podcast, Chris, and I took that shot because I want the world, if you've never heard this before, never heard this band, never heard this song before, now it's out there. Mm -hmm. Now it's out, you know, that it's out there and you guys can enjoy it. Um, you know, um, like I said, they, they, uh, Stevie still does Metal Sludge. Which is, you know, he still keeps music and does independent records. He's still singing. He's still doing stuff. He's in a he's a dad, so he has kids himself. Um, great stuff, man. I I can't say enough about Tough. I loved him. Yeah, I, I love this song. This I, whole album I loved, and a lot of the independent releases, which I bought uh, when I had a mail in to get it. I never found it at record stores. Loved it. These guys were so funny. There was even one point, uh, Chris, where you know, in the shows they would call their uh, mansion or their home. The Tough Muff Mansion. The Tough Muff Mansion. <laughs> love it. Totally crazy, totally fun, totally good. Yeah, love Tough. Uh, great pick to be on this list. Great. I love this song as well. You said everything I wanted to say and more. Good. So let's go. Let's go. November Rain from Guns N' Roses. I'm sure everybody has heard this epic. Now, can I tell you, I don't yeah. think this is a ballad for me. Really? I know it has, it starts off slow in the piano and the build and all that. Okay. I think I looked at it as a great song instead of a power ballad. Huh. Okay. I consider it a great song, not a power ballad. I, I do consider it a power ballad. It's got that, you know, violins, piano, slow build. Then you get, you, you get a guitar solo, then you get a breakdown, then you get more of the orchestral kind of things going on. Then it builds up again, you know, the jin 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 into another guitar solo and it, it just keeps building you know one of the elements of a power ballad is this continual build and i love it 
and I understand why people would say it's not, which is fine. Uh, I do consider it a power ballad. I think it's one of the best. It's an epic song. Probably people are probably saying, okay, cliche, Chris is putting this on there, but I think it deserved to be on here. Like I said, I'll say it again. You know, two different views on what's going on, and I wanted to put it on here. Sounds good, man. And uh, I think so many people have heard this song that we can just move on to the next one. I think this is probably one of the biggest ones on this list, if not the biggest song. Yeah. Uh, we'll go I, on. I thought Meatloaf was. Uh, no, that well, that one sold uh, nine million copies. It's a good song. All right, here we go. White Lion. You're all I need. We did a show mm -hmm. about White Line. You guys go back and check it out. Uh, we talked about their first three albums. Man, this song, I love it. Um, yeah. Ugh. Good. Vito brought his guitar playing, Mike Tramp's vocals. He's a great lyricist. Exactly. We, if you want to really hear about this band, go back and listen to our White Lion episode. We really talk about all these songs. This song... This band just writes and performs great song after song after song. Great storytelling, great lyrics, great yeah. musicianship. Great Everything's storytelling. Everything's top dude. notch. And this is probably one you guys have never heard before. And uh, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to put it out there. Um, one of the only ones that's probably not a release that's on my list. Um, man, I, I love this song. It's I, great. I was glad you put this song on your list because it was a little differently than the singles, mm -hmm. but great stuff like i said they have they have a few ballads these guys aren't always ballad 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 stuff um but they they have some good stuff and yeah. this was one of them that out of the blue or a deep track that was the ballad and it's very beautiful love it yeah and you know vito's coming with his guitar solo and they got a nice little you know sing along and everything like that you know just like the great yeah. hair bands did yeah. with their great songs and man the, the when this uh, when our playlist comes out, when this episode comes out, go ahead and check this song out. You guys will love it. If you you love this kind of music, if you've never heard this before, man, it's great. Sounds great, good, love man. it. Let's go. Oh yeah, Queens of the Stone Age, make it with ya. Love it. Very like same thing. Very beautiful, very romantic song. You know, talking about making it, and hey, I just you know, I want to make it with ya. Make it with ya. That comment, very beautiful. Um, this is a band not known for slower songs, but this song really meant something to me. It's totally good, totally good rhythm, uh, guitar work. Um, another, you know, when we talk about hanging on the beach, just relaxing, having a drink, being with the one you love um, somewhere. This is one of those. How I feel about that. This song. Uh, to me. I'm not a big fan of this song. If I was in a bar or somewhere and it was playing in the background, that's kind of what it is to me is background music. Uh, not a big fan of the band. Um, I heard the song. It didn't really do it for me. I thought it was the, the chorus, the title was a little cheesy. And I listened to it a couple times. I tried to really like it, but it just didn't do it for me. But, you know, I can see I, people like it. it just didn't. No, for me, it just didn't do it. All right, cool. I mean, I think it was a single that they did because they know they had a video for it, too. And the same thing, the video was just everybody around pit fires just dancing, being romantic, or deep, slow kissing. Yeah, that's what it kind of seems like. You put this on in the background after everything's going on instead of putting it on to get everything going on. Maybe that's kind of, you know, that's how I kind of see the song. Like, it's in the background of the bar. You put it on the jukebox. Everybody's kind of doing their own thing. Situation, but didn't really do it for me, which is okay. It's all right, man. 
Uh, you ready to go with the next song? No, I want to hear a little bit of it, man. Okay. Let me bump my head to it, Chris. I'll have a drink of my delirium. All right, you can change your eyes. I want to hear that little. Ooh, all right, here we go, here we go, here we go. All right, A Day to Remember. This is one of my wife's favorite songs. Um, I couldn't tell you enough about this. She brought it to my attention. Uh, uh, close to being modern. Uh, loved it. Uh, very, love it when they do it live so much. Uh, so many good memories of this, either seeing it live or, or being with her, and she constantly used to sing this in my ear. Um, and I, I love it, man. This is a very—I uh, don't want to say too much of a modern song, Chris. Um, these guys have slower songs, but it's—it's it's just so good, man. Um, off the album "Homesick," um, 2009. Day to remember. This is a very—you uh, know—being uh, in love and and just singing it out loud. Mm-hmm. And like I said, uh, it was a song my my wife loved, uh, um, and it just something beautiful reminds me of her a lot. And um, I love it, man. It's just so great. It's 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 a little more. The same thing. Starts off slow. It does a heavy build. Uh, very beautiful. I've seen um, on YouTube a lot of people covering this song, you know, and they do the traditional la 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 la, and that's fun. Good chorus when you're on when you're at concerts singing it with your lighters or mostly sorry, is that with your phones in the air. Yeah, it's phones. Now, but dude. Uh, same thing. Uh, I love this. It. Very um, close to being modern. Love it. I can't ex- express how much I love it. Now, you sent me this list. I had heard of the band. Don't know a lot of their music. I heard the song. I put it on. And I, I will tell you what my thought process was about this song and what how it's come from three days ago when I first heard it to today. When I first heard it, I was fine with all of it, and I liked it. And hear me through when I say this. The part that I rolled my eyes to was the la 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 la's. But here's the thing. It's one of those things that makes you roll your eyes, but the more you hear it, it it grains itself in you and it becomes very catchy and it goes from being like almost borderline annoying to being like you're looking forward to those parts of the song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. It, it makes that transformation, and it made it for me really quickly. And, uh, I, yeah, so at first I was kind of like, I get what the song's about. Awesome song. The lyrics are great. The songwriting's great. The playing's great. I love the acoustic guitar in it. I love how it's a female and male singer. Mm-hmm. That's always great. Um, the la-la-las at first were like, oh, God, dude, what the fuck is this? And then it just... The more you listen to it, it just grows on you. And now I'm like, yeah, this of the songs that I didn't know or the songs I was kind of like whatever about in that group that you sent, this is the one that stands out the most for me. And this is probably the one I'm going to take the most away from from the list you sent me for sure. Like I said, it was just something Vanessa bought to. See, even this part, when I first heard it, it was like, oh, God. But now it's like, I see it. I hear it. I feel it. It's great. Yeah, there you go. Good. Um, I've seen him a few times with her. So good. So good. Like but I wanted to bring it for this one. Like I said, Song and Emotion, this was one of the songs that I needed to to bring to the table for us. 
Love it. All right, let's go to our last song. Last yeah. song. There we go. The last song, the sh- the song we opened our show with, Heaven by Warrant. Now, this was the one song that me and Greg both had on our list. I I don't know if he knew I was going to put it on it, but I knew he was going to put it on it because Janie Lane is one of his favorite songwriters of all time. Yeah. So I'll let you talk about it a little bit. You know how we talk about uh, storytelling and the song yeah. and songs mm-hmm. like that? This is... I, I what The words he paints are the words I see, mm-hmm. and I loved it. Oh, um, yeah. This was their biggest song. It never went to number one, went to number two, but a very beautiful song. Uh, I love it. Um, it and I, I never told you this before, but this was, um, I want to say, my song to my first wife. Mm-hmm. And no, our, I did not know that. Wedding that. Yeah, so... Um, at the time, it was cool. Uh, loved it. Um, and just for a tidbit, Vanessa never liked Jeannie Lane. Yeah, yeah. She fucking hated that fucker. So I never. I don't know. I don't know if you know this, but anytime you would start talking about Janie Lane, she would just like be like, she would roll her eyes, and be like, oh god, like every time, dude. It was like I hated that fucker, man. Yeah. Uh, there's a story which I'll bring to the table at another point in view about Warren and and Vanessa, um, but yeah, that was that was very funny. But I, I do love this song for many reasons. Um, I don't know, it's fun. I, I, you know, what's funny is I have played this song for my daughter, and I told her this was a wedding song ish. Like you know, you have a song that you want her to, to sing to her, and she has a song that she wants to play for me. This is what I played. This is what I told her I played for her mother. At the time, so my daughter uh, Kara, I played this for her mother at the time yeah. that we were uh, married, engaged, in love. Let's say this is my song for her. Great song, love it. Great band. Uh, I think that I think the the power ballad, monster ballad compilation album kind of gave them a bad name because it just focused on them and their white leather suits. Yeah, that whole little time period when the it was like a little resurgence that kind of gave them a cheesy factor. These guys are not cheesy at all. They write great songs. They play great songs. They sing great songs. That's all I got to say, dude. And that's all I got to say about this whole list. Great songs. Great, great everything. Big Talk CG podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Big Talk CG at gmail.com. At Big Talk CG on Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook, Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. Happy Valentine's Day to all you lovers and lovers in training. Thank you for listening. What do you got to say, Greg? You know what? This was uh, we've been I've been waiting and, and and for Chris to say let's do a ballad episode, and we both agreed on Valentine's Day, and this is going to be an annual thing for us. Well, next time we're going to put out another list of bitchin' rock power ballad love songs, uh, heartbroken songs. We definitely love it. So. You, just to know everybody, we love you. Uh, you love us. Uh, thank you very much. And from uh, Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg, see ya.